off 20 minutes before we started this podcast. Had sex with Chris. Like, okay, yes. <gasps> I did with Michael. But... Oh, my God. <laughs> That's why I didn't okay, review well... the last part of my podcast. So, woohoo. <laughs> woohoo. So, let me explain like, to you. Let me, let me paint this picture of, of this sex, though. Yeah. It involves not one, but two ghost face costumes. Wait, seriously? <laughs> yes. yes. So... Chris got his ghost face costume in the mail and I was like, try it on. And he tried it on. Um, and then I put on my ghost face mask yes. and I was like, ha ha, we're so cute. And then I was like, wouldn't it be so fun for ghost face to fuck ghost face? And he's like, yeah. And then we pause and look at each other and we're like, let's do let's it. Do it. <laughs> and so we fucked in ghost face costumes. Oh, fuck and yeah. it was simultaneously hilarious and amazing. And I just thought you and Tyler would be so stoked. Oh, that's so and the fun. We, so. my, my sexcapade was, I was reading about vampires, spoilers for my section. Um, <laughs> I was reading about vampires and then Kim Petrus's death by sex came on and I was like Ooh, groove nice. into it. Cause I just started drinking and then I was like, I want to go suck Michael's dick. So then I left. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> oh, I love this for us. Yay. Well, on that note, hi everybody. Hey. <laughs> hi everyone. Is it? Se- welcome back. <laughs> Wait, go, go. Oh, welcome back to season four. <laughs> four <laughs> that's what i was about to ask is it it's season four it's, now yeah it is now season four even <laughs> welcome everybody to season four of anyways how's your sex life Woo! we're your slutty hosts i'm channa and i'm Corey. <laughs> and welcome everybody welcome oh my god s'mores is here simone's here Valak is here, Noob is Hell here, yeah. Ghost to Loose, you name it. Valak is here, here because she had another fucking movie. Okay, thank you for saying she, yeah. because Tyler and I got an argument. I was like, Valak is 100% she, her. Yeah. And he was like, absolutely not. He's like, Valak is they, them. I was like, how fucking? No. Valak, it gives hardcore she, her energy, and you just cannot. The last the last pronoun combo would be he, him, that Valak would identify as. Yeah, yeah. that's true. She, they. Valak Probably a she they. they. You know what? I'm well, I'm gonna land on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she mm-hmm. they. He him absolutely not. Valak no. is not even close to that. Yeah. Valak is like, fuck you. I'm offended. Yeah, fuck you. I offended they or she or it, literally it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Valak's so hot right now. Um, speaking of Valak, so Corey and I are going to Salem, Massachusetts <gasps> yes. next week, which is very exciting. And then after that Salem, Chris and I are going to Connecticut, specifically. Monroe. Are you gonna go there specifically to see Ed oh, and Lorraine yeah. Warren's grave? I'm clapping lightly Woo-woo. so I don't destroy this. Yeah, I'm trying to decide what I want to bring to the graves. Like, is it too insensitive to like bring a little Valak? St- no. St- oh my god, they made so much money off yeah. of that. <laughs> That's true. They really did. But yeah, I was thinking of bringing like flowers and like a little Valak thing or something, something cute. Did I just did the. Did Ed die before even any of the movies came out? Didn't he die in the 2000s? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he died well before the movies yeah, came okay, out. Yeah, okay, okay. Just, just Lorraine popped her pussy for that money, yeah, get it, honey. Girl. Yeah, she did. I wish the museum was still open. Yeah, that's, that's okay. Sad. I'll go to the graves. It's still. Maybe I'll dr- do a drive by of their house, mm. you know? Maybe I'll break into their house, Ooh. go downstairs, <laughs> kiss do a Anne seance. On the forehead. <laughs> Just seance. Yeah. That's fun. <laughs> yeah. But I'm very excited. I'm super. So hopefully Valak will be there with me at the cemetery. One can only hope. One can only hope. But yeah, Corey and I are going to Salem, you yeah, guys. guys. Okay. So how do we do this? Should we be like, okay, are we, are we doing updates and then we do my faggot fact? Or let's, 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wait. Well. Well. To 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 break it. Let's do. Wait. Let, how about I do my faggot fact and then we do updates, and then and then I'll go to me because it'll break me up a bit. Okay. Yeah. Okay, let's okay. do that. So hi everyone. We're gonna update our fucking lives in a second, but we're gonna like jump into the podcast and do a faggot fact. So everyone get ready. Because that's what you're here for. That's what we're fucking you're here, here for. Season four. Yeah. I really. <gasps> I don't remember what. Season four. Halloween horse. Oh, that's oh us. My oh my god, that's so cute. Oh my god, if there were more than like two hundred people listening. We should make T-shirts. <laughs> we should. We should make T-shirts. You know what? Fuck it. I'm making us T-shirts. <laughs> season I'm four gonna Halloween. I'm put my horse. cricket to use. <laughs> yeah, season four Halloween. Horse. I got the cutest shirt today. It's from like uh, Mr. Beefcake. It's like a an artist on Instagram, and on the back, it's a guy in like. L- it's like a cartoon drawing and they're like really uh beefy beefcake guys and it's a guy who is in a witch hat on a broom and then his butt is showing he's all hairy and he has a a harness on and then a jock strap and i (laughs) i took it as my extra shirt to the gym so after i finish in the showers i like am in the locker room and i like put this shirt on (laughs) Yeah. Oh my god. Just, That's the most Corey shirt I've ever heard of in my and this, life. This bro is just like standing next to me and he's like, uh and I'm like, Yes, I am gay. He's like, Why do I have a boner right yeah, now? Yeah, right. What's happening? <laughs> the only thing that could make that shirt more Corey is if somehow Michael Myers was involved. Mm. If the witch was wearing a Michael Myers mask, mm. then it would be the most perfect Corey it does, shirt. That's it ever does existed. glow in the dark, so that's good. Yeah. We're halfway there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I gave that Michael shirt. I forgot what happened to that Michael shirt, actually. The one that fits me, I forgot what happened to it. But the other one I gave to a friend. Um, anyway, fun. so let's do my faggot fact. My faggot fact is super fun. I'm super excited. Yay! Okay, so I am doing a two to three most... Or I'm doing like a three-part series for my main thing. For my main, like, you know, whatever it's called. I don't know what they're called. Yes. So that's like a guarantee we're at least going to have three episodes, you guys, in this season. (laughs) Is it? It's not just one and done, like last. Is it? It's a a 70% chance that we're going to continue doing this. Um, This is a blessing to y'all, and y'all should fucking be grateful that you get You're fucking welcome, you pieces of shit. (laughs) They're like, I, why do I listen to them? I hate them. We both have significant others to look after. We have, Chenna has like three cats three cats yeah. i have some plants in a garden like i can't handle this Corey's the lesbian <laughs> in this podcast relationship yeah <laughs> i can't handle this um i have a garden so mine's I gonna be like a three-part this. series about vampires and today so for my faggot fact they're they're gonna be more fun just for this three-part series and then i'll get into more serious ones or just like you know informational good ones um, but we're going to do, like, a bracket series called Vampire Madness, like March Madness. So we're oh, going to do a, a bracket of the hottest vampire. Ooh, Ooh. Oh, Eric Northman is the winner. Wait. Oh, my God. I don't. Oh, I actually. Yeah. <laughs> okay. From true Alexander Spo- Skarsgård. Spoilers. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to do. We're going to do three parts. This first part is mainly. It is all male. Um, oh. And then the second part will be mostly uh, female. And then the second part, Damn. and then the third part will be kind of like a showdown of all that. Okay. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. My bisexuality cannot handle this. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm going to have a, a great time. <laughs> I thought I was like, yeah, I don't know if it was best to just mix them all or do them separately. Whatever. It's fine. I apologize if I'm offending anybody in that. 
Um, so yeah. we're going to start. Um, I have this here and I will get rid of them. You, you probably know most of these guys. I had to look up the True Blood and Vampire Diaries people because I haven't seen them that much. Um, but we'll... Yeah, Vampire Diaries sucks. Okay, but you've seen it say. to a point? Yeah, I've seen, we had, do you remember when uh, like four years ago we all, a bunch of people watched Gossip Girl yes. together? Because we were watching like teenage trash TV. Yeah. So then we moved to Vampire Diaries. I tapped out after like season Okay, two. but you know, I don't know them, but I looked up pictures of them and I do know who I like. <laughs> but I need to like yeah. re, I'll need to like search really quickly when we pull them up again. Um, okay, so let's start. So, Eric Northman. <laughs> oh my fucking God. Oh. Versus Spike from Buffy. So Eric Northman's from True I... Blood, played by Alexander Skarsgård. <laughs> and then we have Spike from Buffy, played by Jane's, James Marston. So <laughs> Oh shit, he's so he's hot. He's so hot and so punk. He's... It's so good. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I mean Alexander Scarsgard. Sorry. Go look at him. Go look yeah, at him. Yeah, y'all go look this up. Also, Fucking fun fact Christ. his name is Eric Northman, and then he plays the Viking the and the Northman. I didn't yeah. know that. So the True Blood community went wild. We're like, I can't believe we're finally getting an origin story of Eric Northman. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. People would comment, like, so when does he turn into a vampire? Yeah. <laughs> so funny. That's like headcanon for everybody. I agree. Oh, it's yeah. Just a okay, so deleting Spike. Spike lost that one pretty hard. Yeah, Spike lost. Yeah, that's fine. I'm going to tell you, it's going to be hard for anyone to be Alexander Scarlet okay. for me. Uh, next one is no. Edward Cullen from Twilight. Played. I was just about to say, except maybe Edward. Oof. So Played by Robert Pattinson. <laughs> to me, I don't like young, young Robert Pattinson, but just like yeah. the past five years until now like yes it's all about the batman yeah Robert Pattinson. well He's and then a little bit before he does a, a, a film called good and times where he plays like a really good like just trashy white white trashy crackhead guy and he's really hot when he does it yeah. you know i love a good crackhead we both know that about me i love uh, so does michael michael like loves trashy men <laughs> he Oof, loves it a little malnourished yeah. a little freaky seriously <laughs> yeah michael's like fuck he's hot and i'm like i agree yeah. but not as much <laughs> <laughs> but also i don't agree <laughs> um and then so it's edward cullen from twilight versus Dracula from Dracula, but the one, the Netflix series that came out recently. The almost good TV show. Yeah. So yeah, we're like the first one or two episodes is like so good. Phenomenal. So good. Yeah. Some of the best TV Netflix has come yes. out with. And then it, gets, and then it turns it into fucking trash. Total fucking shit. Like the most shit I've ever seen in my life. Like I have. Like shocking. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's like, it's, I feel like we almost got tested. Like this was like a social experience. Yeah. Was that TV show. <laughs> Because I was like, how did we go from that to that, you guys? What happened here? I, I have no idea how, how do you, how is something like so good? It's, it's half perfect and half just total shit. Like I fucking hate yeah. the latter. Is it just the last episode? There's like three or four episodes and it's like the last episode is just total shit. It's the second he enters present day. Yeah. I don't even give a fuck with the spoiler alert, you guys. Yeah. I, just stop watching. The second you see present day stuff, literally turn just it off. Just turn it off. Welcome. It's stupid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But he's super daddy, super hot, he hair, super hot. naked, like a good amount of scenes. Very yeah. hot. What's hard for me is I was a total Twilight nerd. Kim and I had Twilight parties. I would kiss the poster before I'd go to bed every night. Really? You know, the whole, oh my the God. whole classic. Oh, yeah. Okay. Edward could win. I agree. So, 
That's why, even though the other guy's hotter, I can't do that to. Yeah. I can't do that to my inner child. I've worked a lot in therapy on her. I can't do. I can't do that to her. This is sad because. In the future, we're gonna then. Yeah, Alexander Skarsgård. Okay. Yeah, at the end of the day, fuck the inner child. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I'll help her as much as I can, but she's on her but own. She's on at her. Some point. <laughs> That's in the past. <laughs> okay, next is um, Damon Salvatore from Vampire, oh, okay, Diaries. From Vampire Diaries. Yeah. Chris is like, yes, from downstairs. <laughs> or Count Von Count from Sesame Street. <laughs> <gasps> Count Von Count from fucking Sesame Fuck, yeah. Street. Obviously. Yeah. He's a teacher. He teaches children math. I peg him. Yeah, peg him. Exactly. <laughs> he could last. He could count every thrust. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you why it's not Damon for yeah. me. And okay. this is the thing. I love, he. you know, he's Boone from Lost. Same actor. It is? Uh, oh, yeah, okay. Same exact okay. actor as Boone. I love Boone from Lost, but in Vampire Diaries, he's so fucking old to have the hair that he has. He has, like, Justin Bieber hair, and he's, like, a 35-year-old man. And I'm like, yeah. sir, cut your goddamn hair. So if he had a haircut, even to this day, he's, like, 50, and he still has that fucking yeah. hair. And it's so icky to he me. He doesn't do it for so me. So that's why he loses. He's too, like, 90s model hair. for me. I don't like it. Yeah. He loses. Count Von Count wins hot period yeah sexy yeah like literally fucks. fucks he fucks teaches children math like hell yeah and, and math teachers are always has hot. his own always house weirdly hot <laughs> yeah he has a cereal count chocula mm-hmm. wait no he doesn't is that his no that's is? not count that's totally different yeah unrelated totally different yeah, yeah. same energy he has his own you know like episodes on a show <laughs> yeah we watched him as kids yeah um, okay, we have Armand, played by Antonio Banderas, in Interview oh. with the Vampire. Oh, God. <laughs> Why are we making me so horny right now? When, oh. when people are like, oh my God, I really love Interview with a Vampire. I love like the sexual tension between Brad Pitt and Tom Cruise. And I'm like, did you see the scene where Brad Pitt talked to Antonio Banderas? Are you yeah. fucking kidding like, me right now? Tom Cruise or Antonio Banderas? <laughs> yeah. I'm obviously gonna choose. Uh. Like holy shit. Um, so it's Armand versus uh, Stefan Salvatore. Easy. Obviously, it's Antonio Banderas. It is okay. I need to look yet. up Stefan Salvatore really quickly again. Copy. He's a little bitch boy. Oh. That's what he is. Oh. <laughs> I was passionate about hating him when I did watch Vampire Diaries. Oh yeah, he's like ew. Yeah, no, like him. He gives me the ick. Yeah, he gives me the ick. He has kind of like a pug face, too. I don't like it. Oh, <gasps> he totally does. Can I say does. that? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Oh, God. Is this the moment that we get canceled? Yeah, right. Season four? He's played by Paul Wesley. Paul Wesley, if you, you ever listen to this, you are hotter than I will ever be. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> yeah. If you're listening to this, you should probably be a, a guest on our podcast yeah, right? so we get more views. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, fuck you. Yeah. So Sounds you lost brother. because I think he would agree that Antonio Banderas beats him like hell yeah. Yeah. Okay. Antonio Banderas almost beats anybody except Alexander Scott. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not even that he's necessarily hot as the vampire. It's just the fact that it's Antonio Banderas. Well, it's Antonio Banderas and it's also the, those scenes. I believe it's he's talking to Brad Pitt and not Tom Cruise. But in those scenes, the sexual tension is, like, amped up. Like, goes to 11. And you're just like, damn, they have fucked. (laughs) 
<laughs> <laughs> like the director said cut and then they fucked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then everybody was asked to leave the premises while they fucked. <laughs> it was crazy. You guys should have been there. We were there. We were there. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> okay, so now we're going to the other side of the bracket. So the winners were okay. Eric Northman from True Blood, mm. played by Alexander Skarsgard. Um, this person is Eric is now going against Edward Cullen from Twilight, played by Robert Pattinson. <gasps> oh so no. That's gonna be a, that's gonna be a big one. Then oh. we have Count Von Count from Sesame Street, <laughs> one. Oh, fuck. You know he was. <laughs> <laughs> He's now going against Armand from uh, Interview with the Vampire, played by Antonio Banderas. Who also fucks. Who also oh, fucks. <laughs> okay, uh. so that is that side. We're going to go back over to the... We're going to go to the other left side of the bracket. So we have Blade from Blade, played by Wesley Snipes. Mm. Damn. Played by Blade. Blade by Blade. <laughs> Blade from Blade. Played by Blade. Played Featured by Blade. <laughs> um, then we have versus Angel from Buffy. Played by David Baranza. Baranzia? Whatever. People are going to hate me. I need to look up that mother. I haven't. I have not. This is my. He's very shame. 2000s hot. Like very 2000s. Okay. Like early. No, what's Was it just WB hot before CW? Yeah. I'm just going to tell you right now, I have never seen a single episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and oh, okay. I'm in the wrong for that. I recognize that. It's okay. That's, like, my shame. Just like I haven't seen any you were, of you were a little, Sorry, Tyler. You were a little young. I was still a good a good amount young, and my dad actually cut it off after season one because it got, quote, unquote, too sexual. Mm, there's people fucking. <laughs> You're like, what do you mean <laughs> there that? There were literally people fucking. <laughs> What's the vampire's name that I'm looking up for vampires? Uh, Angel from, from Buffy. He's very hot, like, you know, oh. would would fuck. <laughs> I would fuck. I would. Fu- Who was that actor? Was he in Friends? David Baranza. Like, He's in oh. Bones. Mm. Okay, okay. I see what's going down. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm gonna choose Blade. Personally. Yeah, same. Wesley Snipes in that fucking haircut. Yeah. Oh yeah. Way hot. Hell yeah. Matrix vampire. It's, it's fucking. Is it, I think it's a samurai sword. Oof. Yeah, fucking hot. It's the Samurai Sword from Kill Bill, Volume 2. <laughs> it's crazy. It, it's crazy they're in the same universe. Sa- yeah, <laughs> wild. <laughs> the- <laughs> I mean, like, you could connect Blade to, like, um, what's it called? Uh, the one that Quentin Tarantino is in this movie. He also oh, shit. wrote it. So that does connect. And they it. also oh, go shit. down. They go down to Mexico, and then it is vampires in a uh, bar. And I don't know why the the like name of the movie it's, is missing. Like you know, Fleet's um, name. Antonio Banderas is Antonio in Banderas like the one is in Quentin it, Tarantino. I believe because he plays he plays the guitar. Or is that the one that not by Quentin? It's by Quentin's uh, idol, the guy that Robert Rodriguez. Oh, Chris is here. Yeah, Robert Rodriguez. He Robert Rodriguez was the one that did the Antonio Banderas mariachi. Yes. Movie. Oh. Yes. But yes, Which he did do that. Quentin Tarantino made oh, a movie Dustin, from Dust Until Dawn. That is the name of this movie that we were talking about. Is that the one where he sucks Samuel Hayek? Yes, and she's a vampire. Yes. 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 And Samuel Hayek will be showing up next week, <laughs> or whenever oh. the next episode. <laughs> I just want to watch. Alexander Skarsgård, uh, sorry, Eric Northman, fuck Salma <laughs> Eric's vampire, whatever. Hell yeah, was. I'm up for that. <laughs> Next one is Alucard from Castlevania. <gasps> oh, <sighs> fuck. Chris just jizzed in his pants. Chris is literally coming. 
harder than this ever came before. <laughs> and then David from The Lost Boys, played by Kiefer oh, Sutherland. No! Oh, oh no! Oh no! <laughs> Sorry. Oh, that is such bullshit. That literally is the hardest. <gasps> That's a hard one. Because <laughs> it's not that Kiefer Sutherland's that hot. It's that he's yeah. so fucking hot as David. It's crazy. Yes. Like, he's iconic. All I know is Kiefer Sutherland as David is... I just watched Lost Boys last night because, you know, it's October. Nice. So October 1st, I had to. Yeah. But Alucard. Oh, my fucking God. I know my vote. What is your vote? <laughs> How do you like those maggots, Michael? No! I think I'm going to have to choose Kiefer Sutherland <sighs> just because I love... My- Lost Boys so much, but Alucard, my vote is Alucard. Alucard is hotter. Alucard kind of yeah. looks like Chris too. So I okay, I'm changing my vote. Yeah. I'm changing my vote. I got okay, to. I, I have to. So Chris continues liking. That me. was a very tough one. That a very tough, tough one. beginning. I'm choosing okay, Alucard, so Alucard purely because okay. of peer pressure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so Alucard won. Um, so then we have Jerry Dandridge, which is the Fright Night reboot. So the the you know Fright Fright Night. Yeah, it's an eighties movie. They rebooted it in like twenty eleven with Colin Farrell. Yeah. Okay, so the guy next door who is a vampire, his name is Jerry Dandridge. So this is the reboot. So it's Colin Farrell as Jerry Dandridge. I keep on thinking that you're talking about Jerry from Parks and Rec. <laughs> it's not. It's but Jerry have you Gerdidge. seen? Have you seen Colin Farrell in this movie? I don't even know if I've seen this movie. Let's see. I know what movie you're talking about. It's pretty about. good. More just because I fucking think Colin Farrell's hot as fuck. Yeah, that's um, true. Colin Farrell's just so... Yeah, you need to search him in this movie. He's fucking hot. And he's like homoerotic as fuck the entire time. He's like, I'm gay. <laughs> you're like, so homoerotic. He's like, I am. <laughs> Let's see. Wait. No, there's like a hot... Sorry. No, this is actually a hard one for me. Damn. Ooh, yeah. He is pretty hot, but he kind of looks like yeah. the Salvatore, Stefan, Stefan Salvatore to me. Who's the other uh, option? To a point, yeah, I could see that. I yeah. think like, like th- this was their goal with with the yeah. Vampire Diaries boy was this. Okay. So, well, so it's, it's that guy. It's Colin Farrell as Jerry Dandridge. Yeah. Versus Klaus Mikkelsen from Vampire's Diaries. He's the one who's a vampire and a werewolf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that motherfucker. And Um, that guy's hot. But I have not seen the movie, so I don't... Or show, so I don't know if he's not. uh, This is like a tough kind of dud one, I guess. This is more of a dud one, but I'm going to shock myself and go with the Vampire Diaries boy. Okay, sure. Let's go with him. Just because I I like that he is scruff. I enjoy that. Yeah, yeah. He's kind of hot. I like him. Yeah, and I like... You know he's like really good at fucking. You know if he's a yeah. vampire and a werewolf, like yeah, it's it's I mean, pretty we, crazy. But we know Colin Farrell's good at fucking because there's a video of him fucking that that, is true. that porn star, that British porn star in like the early two thousands, and it's like a really hot video. <laughs> BT that, does. Yeah, that's one of like the like the only good celebrity sex takes tapes. I've yeah. like so many. You get so dis- never meet your heroes, you know? Yeah. It's just so disappointing. I think I think she released it out of spite and if I was Colin Farrell, I'd be like, you know, that's pretty hot. That's actually just not a bad <laughs> So we hope so Colin <laughs> Farrell, you negative. better not feel shamed because we're telling you not to feel shamed. Because <laughs> yeah, that's a very hot photo and I'm gay and I was like, everyone is hot in this video right now. You're gay? <laughs> what? Oh my God. <laughs> Um, okay, last last duo before we go to the next round. 
So we have Luis de... Oh, my God. Brad Pitt, an interview with the vampire. I'm not going to try and... Versus Tom uh, Cruise from Interview with the Vampire. No, it's not. I didn't even put Tom Cruise in this because he's not attractive in this Yeah, he'd lose. Yeah. Uh, So Brad Pitt in Interview with the Vampire, who's Louis de, de... point du lac or whatever i don't know um versus dracula from bram stoker's dracula played by gary oldman oh okay gary oldman hands down okay that's because (laughs) i have some daddy issues and anytime he's in any role i just want to fuck him it doesn't matter what the role is i want to fuck him (laughs) except his role in oppenheimer i did not want to fuck him then which is good that's growth for me Ooh. Wait, isn't he also Winston Churchill? Oh yeah, I don't want to fuck him then either. Yeah, any political character, that, yeah. I don't want to fuck you. Yeah. But Sirius Black, oh my god. Oof. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, but wait, what's the? Oh, Brad Pitt. I need. A, I need a refresher. Brad. Pitt. Yeah, but he lost. It's fine. Well, is that? Did you go for other boy as well? No, I choose Gary Oldman on that. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He has a good swap for him about him. Yeah. Okay. So. We are now into um, the quarterfinals. Ooh. Um, I don't know. I don't know fucking sports. Um, so we got <laughs> we got Eric Northman from True. Okay, I'll go up. So we have now we have Dra- Gary Oldman as Dracula from Bram Stoker's Dracula okay, versus okay. Klaus Mikkelsen from Vampire Diaries. Ooh. Okay. This is Easy. difficult. Oh wait. Okay. For me, just because it's the quintessential vampire. Dracula himself yeah. versus bitch boy vampire diaries boy, you know? Yeah. And he's kind of a hot, like scruffy guy. But he's hot and scruffy. The scruff the scruff is honestly the, the pulling yeah, right. thing for me right now. He's a werewolf and a vampire. I can't believe I'm gonna do it, but I think I'm gonna go with scruff. <gasps> I'll go with it because he's hot. I almost didn't put him in and then I saw a picture of him and I was like, he's fucking hot. I it's like just the it. scruff. But you know, yeah. Dracula if this is a fuck Mary Kill situation, marry Dracula, oh. fuck strauss fuck klaus or whatever kill myself afterwards you know uh then we have blade versus alucard from castlevania for for sure okay alucard (sighs) yeah okay alucard yeah 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 yeah. i I was peer pressured before but now i'm on the train i'm on the alucard train um then we have his dad is quintessential dracula hot that's valid. Castlevania That's true. Oh, I almost hot. put no. I almost put him in here, but I was like, if anybody said anything else, I'd be like, no, he's hotter. Yeah, like, he's hotter. That, he would. Yeah, he loves science. He's hot. He is, knows magic, but loves science. He's a good husband. Yeah, he loves like, and holy... respects women. He yeah. cleans the dishes, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> he kills clergymen. Like, oh my god. Yeah. He eats pussy uh, so good, and you know. Yes, that. like. The real winner is Dracula from Castlevania. Yeah, of all three brackets, it's Dracula from Castlevania. Like, like it does not matter I, to me, the other option. I truly almost put him in here, and then I was like, I would just argue with Chana every time that she didn't choose him. But I would always <laughs> choose him. <laughs> so he is the unofficial winner of, this, of all these black. He's the spokesperson of this podcast. He's our sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're under his spell we're like he's so hot right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's so hot right now okay so now we're over to back over to the right side of the bracket we have uh count von count versus mm. armand <laughs> both have difficult. heavy accents yeah strangely difficult <laughs> yeah. Strangely, 
strangely difficult. <laughs> I need a drink before I can decide. Yeah, right? Oh my god, this is actually strangely difficult right Thank now. god I have therapy in the morning. Thank god. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, This is actually kind of difficult. You know what? You know what makes it truly difficult is that Antonio Banderas has long, like super long hair, which I'm not a fan of. Yeah. Um, on men, but I mean, we just talked about Alucard, and he has long hair, but it works. I but don't it's know blonde, why. you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Not you> brunette <laughs> Well, you know what? It's not. It's not the color. It's that his is like straight. It's like straight oh, and just very. It's a bad wig. Down. It's just a yeah. It's a bad, bad wig. wig. Yeah. Yeah. And like yeah. if it was a good wig, it would be totally. He would be so hot. Like he's already hot, yeah. but he'd be like next level. It's just a bad. Wig. It is a bad straight wig. Like wig watch. Bad. Bad. Zero. <laughs> Zero stars for that wig. Okay, so does Count Von Count win? I think Count Von Count <laughs> sounds like it's about to win. <laughs> yeah, I would say off of like just like the premise of his bad wig, I think Count Von Count wins. I think Count Von, Count Von yeah. Count wins. Like, who would you rather have like grab hold of you and just sink their teeth into your neck? Uh, Dracula from Castlevania. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. I just want him to hold me with his huge muscles and tell me everything is going to be okay. I want him to call me pretty and I'll believe it. I'll, yeah. I'll, all of my self-esteem issues will leave my body. Yeah, if he I want to call me pretty me. and then just like an hour later, call me a fucking slut. Yeah, I want what? him to be like, you're my pretty fucking whore. And I and then slap me across the goddamn face and then kiss yeah. my forehead after. Like but gentleman. like the smack that like animaically throws me across the room against the wall. Yeah, but I'm a hundred percent okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, At the same time. I guess Count von Count. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wins the. <laughs> okay. Uh, now we have Eric Northman versus Edward Cullen. I'm gonna kill myself. Channa, Channa, you have to make this decision. As a woman who was alive. <laughs> in the 2000s i know you have to make this decision i experienced the craze and high of twilight but also the craze and high of true blood yeah because i exactly was... <sighs> you know i'm on an inner child healing journey but as we okay. concluded fuck that <laughs> so yeah okay i'm gonna have to go with eric northman because he's hell yeah okay so yeah. goddamn like like actually, Eric Northman versus Dracula from Castlevania would be very difficult for me to decide because Eric that'd be Wolf difficult. But I would choose Dracula. <laughs> you're like it's hard, but but yeah. Who Eric also Northman. has long hair? Long hair, but it's wavy. But it's wavy. It's about. I the just wave. don't like straight long hair. I like wavy long hair. I'm gonna curl my hair every time before I see you. <laughs> I, yeah. I never. No, I mean for I'm like just, on men. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I totally agree. It's the wavy look. Yeah, it's but the yeah. wavy. No, I'm gonna have to go with because Edward Cullen. Here's the deal. Robert Pattinson is not actually hot in Twilight. I just love Edward. He is not. Cullen. He is now. He is now. But I just love yes. Edward because I, I love Twilight so much. But if we're going mm. off of looks and who I actually want to fuck me. Also, Edward Cullen's a fucking virgin. First of all, he's a virgin ass little bitch. He, he, loses, he is? Yeah. He loses his Oh my God. Stephanie Meyer's so fucking Mormon. Yeah. Oh my God. He's a fucking virgin <laughs> who can't drive. So. Oh my God. The winner, he winner. Can't. Vegan chicken dinner is a hundo percent Eric Northman. Is Eric Northman. Hell yeah. I'm sorry, okay. inner child. I agree with that. Especially because, like, he. Like, by the rules of the book and of being a vampire, he's not aging anymore. And he's stuck in that 
young Child. Robert Pattinson look ooh, that is like, yeah. ooh, this guy's kind of hot, heartthrob. I get it, like One Directiony, like totally One Directiony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, whatever. But he's not hot. But like Robert Pattinson, as of like 2018, mm. like, mm. hot, hot, just like hell yeah, yeah. And then just like throw Kristen Stewart from Underwater in there, like fuck yeah. I know. Why can't they bang now? <laughs> I know. Damn you for being a lesbian, Kristen Stewart. Except is if- she is she full lesbian or is she like buy her pan? I have no idea. I don't know, but oh. I am whatever she is. If you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because <laughs> she's so hot. The true winner here might be. I'm Kristen available. Stewart. I'm available, Kristen. Stewart. Chris is like what <laughs> from the other room? I'm like hush um, your poor mouth, Chris. If Kristen Stewart walked up to me. Yeah, I would look at anybody and be like, I think you owe this to everyone else. Yeah, I owe this to feminism. (laughs) Um, So, okay, back over to the other side, we have Alucard from Castlevania, the animated series, versus Klaus Mikkelsen, Uh, Mikkelsen, or whatever. I don't know. I haven't seen the movie. Okay, yeah, I agree, Alucard. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. He's so just like... I just want him to be, like, condescending to me as he floats around me. That's all I want. Yeah. And his hair, like, wisps in my face. Yeah, I'm like, oh. <laughs> Trying to get out of my face. And then he stabs me with his, his like, extremely long sword. Ooh, both long swords. Both physically and meta- metaphorically. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Um, okay. So we have Alucard. This, that was the semifinal, or half of it. Then we have Eric Northman. <laughs> Versus Count Von Kant. <laughs> I mean, Eric, it's obvious. Yeah, it's gonna be Eric, Eric Northman. Northman but I, yeah, we can speed this one up. Yeah, it's Eric Northman, but yeah, it, it's, it's fun Northman. to to imagine, you know, yeah. not choosing Eric Northman in this moment. Okay, so how quickly would Chris come if he was in the bed with Eric Northman and Alucard? <laughs> I think almost instantly, but I know Eric Northman kind of intimidates him a little bit. Oh, okay. It's because okay. I talk about him so often that it actually bothers Chris a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. It is a constant thought in my mind is Eric Northman, you guys. It's like, it's there. It's always, Every it's always day, simmering in the background is, is Alexander Skarsgård. But Wait, Al- what did y'all, how were y'all the night when you saw the Northman? <laughs> We actually had to have a, a conversation before we went in to see it. Well, I asked him, I was like, are you sure you want to go with me? Like, because, you know, I'm not going to be able to really control myself in the movie theater. Like, I'm going to be like, oh, yeah. Like, and I was. In the movie theater, <laughs> I was like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> like, yeah, I was the yeah. most obnoxious moviegoer in, on the planet. But um, no, he I, he got a little, just a little jelly, a little upset during That's it. That's fun. But I had to make sure to bang him after, so he knew that you know I was oh, his, not yeah. Alexander Skarsgård's. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it, we did have a, to have a talk about my my love about Hell yeah. <laughs> It's all it's purely just like it's not gonna happen. It's fine. It's chill. Yeah, we can all dream. It could happen though. I'm not but saying that it. I wouldn't. want the hall pass list just it to exist just for Alexander Skarsgård, honestly. Okay. And yeah. also, um, Riff Raff from Rocky Horror Picture Show, and yes. Joaquin Phoenix when he's super skinny in The Joker, because <laughs> I'm disgusting. <laughs> Ew, <laughs> Jenna, you're disgusting. <laughs> I'm, I'm calling you disgusting I'm after disgusting. that one. I'm, I'm ending the podcast. Yeah, I'm gross. <laughs> season four is over. <laughs> yeah, stay tuned for season five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so from Eric Northman versus Alucard. 
that is who wins Chana? actual really hard one you know it's actually not it's obviously alexander skarsgård yeah i'm already deleting alucard <laughs> but alucard is a a you know considering i was gonna go true uh lost boys before i chose alucard alucard really oh. was strong for me for a while but shit yeah he was i think i think it's a lot of like the voice with the intellect and the floatiness yeah. i just love how he floats around it's really cool yeah it's definitely the and voice. his flowy hair like that voice actor like yeah has a like half chub the entire time and you can't get oh yeah otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> Like that, they had to wipe that like that soundproof box up afterwards. Like, like people had to sure. leave the room. <laughs> they, it was like very intimate. <laughs> yeah, they they had to tuck it between like t- <laughs> cold showers all around. It was like it was just actually a constant cold shower. It's the, <laughs> it's the voice acting studio of Castlevania. They just had to edit out the shower sound. Behind yeah. his voice. <laughs> if you listen closely, you can actually hear it in Castlevania. <laughs> Half the budget is just <laughs> editing that out. <laughs> Ooh, isn't there New Castlevania? Yeah, I watched like the intro to it. It, it was great. It, it seems pretty good. I'm excited for it. Yay. I'll watch it this week. Yay. Uh, well, that was fun. Okay. Cool. Yeah, well, let's jump into updates. Uh, what has gone on since season three? It's been an hour <laughs> and a half <laughs> so far. <laughs> Wait, are you kidding? This, oh this my episode's God. over. Um, yeah, we, we do what we want, okay? Yeah, fuck you guys. Woo woo. No, it's, yeah. we've just been recording for an hour and nine minutes. Um, yeah, that's not bad. All right, I'll do a quick <laughs> summary. I don't even remember yeah. the last time we recorded. I'm going to be honest with you. I have no... Uh, it was it was literally right before I went and visited Jaw for Screamathon. Okay, so it was before. It was almost a year ago. Was our last episode? Because Screamathon was in January. Sir, it was seven months ago. That is Screamathon is ten months ago. That was seven months ago. Wasn't it January? March to March to October. That's seven months. It wasn't Screamathon January. I swear to God, it was in January. Oh. No, it was March. No, because okay. Scream came out. Scream came out early March. Okay. Whew. Yeah. So only seven months. That makes it better, you guys. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like half a year. All right. Year. So the biggest update of my life is all of my daddy issues are now cured. So oh, I yes. actually reconnected with my biological father and my half-sister for realsies this time because I've always almost reconnected and then have uh, chickened out. But yeah, I reconnected with them. I went to the last, the final three shows for Dead & Company for like their final tour, but it's definitely not their final tour. I am now a deadhead all of a sudden, which is pretty crazy because I was, you know, the only reason I exist is because of the Grateful Dead because my parents met at a Grateful Dead show. They locked locked eyes across (gasps) the floor, approached each other and tenderly kissed, and here I am. But anyways, so the Grateful Dead has always represented, like, a lot of trauma for me because, like, that's what my, like, yeah, it's just, it's pretty heavy. So me getting, not only reconnecting with my father and my half-sister, but reconnecting with them at a Grateful Dead show was like pretty surreal and very unexpected. Like if if you oh, asked yeah. me literally up until July if that was ever going to happen, I would have laughed in your face. I would have been like, absolutely <laughs> not. And if you would have told me that I would then actually listen to the Grateful Dead on my own, I would spit in your face because I'd be like, you're a goddamn liar. But now I'm a deadhead and it's so annoying and I can't even believe it. But if they fucking rule and what the fuck, I can't even believe it. Yay. But so yeah, I'm a total deadhead now, groovy, you know, woo. Peace and love, free love. Ooh, yeah. Gonna join the Charles Manson train any second. Um, 
reconnect with Please my don't. father. I um those are like the big ones. I'm trying to think of anything yeah. else that's like big, big. Those are like the ones that are noteworthy. Chris and I are still together. Uh, all three cats are vibing now. Last time I talked to you guys, they were all God, fighting. They they all vibe. Oh, they're straight. Yeah, up they all vibe now. Certified yeah. vibing. They all they even yesterday, all three of them cuddled me at the exact same time. S'mores on my chest, Merlin in my arms, and Simone um right Aww. in my knees in the nook. And it so it's like it's very very cute. But yeah, everything's that's going cute. great though over here. Just lots of healing a lot of like work on my mental health i'm off antidepressants now we'll see how long that lasts but yeah it's just been a very healing i keep on telling people transformative like it was very transforming this past year for me like so much has happened for myself and for like the evolution of channa but it's been really good all very positive heavy too but really good yeah yay and i do have a couple new tattoos as well i have a butterfly that might actually be it it's cute. I don't think I have I seen the butterfly yet. I don't think I have. I have no. I think you had just gotten it. Yeah, I think I just got. I think it was covered the last time I saw you. Yep, it was covered. You just gotten it. Yep. But yeah, so um, that's my life. Yay! Thanks for tuning mine. In. Oh man, yeah, this is hard to like edit and be like, what is like the breath of the past six months? Ooh, the breath of the past six months. Ooh, drama. <sighs> six months. Yeah, Michael and I are together. We're still together. Yay. I think that's I announced it last time, right? Because we hadn't done anything. I think you announced it in season two. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's twenty twenty three. Okay, whatever. I've been here for three years. Okay. <laughs> um, we're doing great. We're just like, you know, lesbian and through life. It's really fun. Um Cute. everything's yeah, great there. I don't know what to say. Like I haven't big i guess big strides there's just like one negative one i guess is i i think i tore my acl like literally three weeks ago yeah Corey might have to have surgery you guys yeah so i might have to have surgery in december that's just really sad because it'll be sad boy winter but it's totally chill um but yeah we had like a really fun summer went to canada um hiked around banff um went to washington and hiked in the they're not called the everglades because that's the that's in florida but i forget the enchantments um so yeah just did like a lot of different little trips this summer yeah just chilling gardening at home working everything's great i love that except for my (laughs) except for my knee except for Corey's body but like his his knee is just shattered (laughs) he's just yeah pretty much but uh yeah it's all been positive and we hope you guys have been great between yeah. season three and season four we know it was a, it was a long season hype you know there's the strike so that's why that's that's what we've been up to oh, yeah. that's why we didn't actually count any episodes you guys we wanted to come back but then we wanted to to like adhere to the writer yeah. strike we didn't want to okay. be scabs you know yeah exactly yeah <laughs> so it's actually the strikes reason why it took us so long to come here not us yeah not us <laughs> um cool so yeah those are our updates yeah i don't i don't yeah, I just been having like a good chill life, so I don't have like major updates except for a negative ACL one tearing. Okay, so um, if you'd asked anyone in our modern Western culture today what a vampire was or looked like, sexy, you'd get an answer probably depicting a sexy oh. gaunt. What exactly sexy? You said it. Yeah, sexy. Yeah, sorry, I thought my like uh audio changed again. Uh, you get a sexy, gaunt, pale humanoid with fangs, the ability to ship shape, and a thirst for sex and blood. Ooh, me too. Mm. 
But where did the origins of the vampire come from? How have they manifested in our other cultures over time? And how did we get from a monstrous superstition to a pop culture heartthrob? Ooh. Well, I'm going to tell you. Oh, Corey, I'm excited. Tell us. Tell yeah. us, Daddy. So this uh, will be broken up into three different episodes. Um, I'm going to do like a quick brief history of vampires and get to like the Middle Ages. Then next time I'm going to kind of talk about uh, Vlad the Impaler, who is Dracula in Mm. real life. Um, And then the last episode, I'll kind of take it from like Bram Stoker's Dracula um, into modern day, you know, what we view as a vampire and kind of the shitty like pop culture Robert Pattinson versions of it. Yeah. Even though he's hot, like... The vam- I don't like that version of a vampire. It's too yeah. romanticized and weird. I also want to point like out it. that I just said sexy, sexy right after you said Vlad the Impaler. I was not referring to Vlad the Impaler as sexy, sexy. I was uh, I was uh, referring to Dracula, who is sexy. Okay, so I just yes, want to make that very yeah. clear, everybody. Don't yeah, cancel me agreed. because I said sexy, sexy at an off moment. Thank you. To a like person who nearly committed genocide, I think. Yeah. I don't know. That is not sexy, sexy. But Dracula. Not sexy, sexy. Sexy, sexy. Committed war crimes. Lots of war crimes, for sure. Yeah. So that, yeah, boo. You know, we're not here for the but war crimes. But it was crime. like, we're it was here. the 1400s. Who cares? It was a different time. Boys will be boys, you know? Yeah, boys will be boys. It was the 1400s. Like, what were they all wearing? Yeah. Tell me that right now. <laughs> a pull up their ass. That's what they were wearing. Ooh. <laughs> vampires or vampiric creatures have popped up in folklore across the globe for centuries they come in many different shapes and sizes and i could do like a lot of different episodes on these examples but i'm just going to go through a few quickly and we're going to try and just do the oldest uh examples that i found and try and get more and more and more like closer to modern days Fuck so yeah. the oldest that i could find really was in egypt um, there's a story of a feline, the feline daughter of Ra, because you know those gods are always like very um, based. They're not like human gods; they're anthropomorph- anthropomorphized. I forget. Yeah. Um, but they're just kind of like this one is, you know, a bird or a crocodile or a cat, etc. So the feline daughter of Ra was sent down to punish everyone, and she got so literally bloodthirsty. So you're trying to tell me that the first account of a vampire is a woman yes oh my god which is which is actually fun because the modern the modern version of vampires that we get from like bram stoker there's a there's a a story called camilla that came out before it and it is also a woman vampire so speaking of that every single person right now should pause this podcast and go to audible because there is a audio like it's almost like a screenplay that they're reading of Carmela. Yeah. Is it Carmela or Camilla? Yeah. Carmilla. Carmilla. Sorry. Carmilla I believe it's Carmilla. Yeah. Featuring like uh, all these voice actors or these famous actors that you guys recognize. A lot of them are in Game of Thrones and stuff. But it's only, I think, like, oh. two or three hours long. And it's so fucking good, you guys. So go on Audible. Oh, shit. It's free I want to read that. Audible and just listen to Carmela. And it is so fun. Oh. Especially like this. Okay. Halloween yeah. I need season. to read the Don't shit. Don't do it. That. It's so. I'll send you it. But yeah, she's I'll a lesbian vampire, right? I'm recording. Okay, good. Yeah, send that link to me because I have Audible already. But yeah, she's just like a feline daughter. She gets super bloodthirsty that they have to like put her to sleep and take her back to heaven. So they trick her. Um, this is kind of like not super vampiric, but she like literally goes and feasts off the blood of everybody around her. 
Um, then we Yummy. move on to the ancient Babylonia and Assyria. And it, this is it within Judaic mythology. There's tales of the mythic Lilithu or Asteris. Um, and they're considered, Lilithu is considered a demon and was often depicted as subsisting on the blood of babies. Ooh. Lilith, also, this is directly related to Lilith, who okay. some, to be, some believe to be the first wife of Adam and supposedly the primordial demon or mother of all demons. Ugh. Lilith is cited as having been banished from the Garden of Eden for not complying with and obeying Adam. And this happens before, uh, is it Adam and Eve? <laughs> <laughs> it's Steve. <laughs> Every like Christian is so triggered right now. God. It's Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. That's why I like, literally had to remind myself of who Eve, if she existed. Uh, sorry, apologies. But all I I'm know, like, Lilith. Yes, I'm like, yeah, Lilith yeah, exists. Lilith fucks and <laughs> the mother and demons for the beginning of time has been such fucking bullshit. Like she would obey oh, yeah. Adam, so like now you're a demon mom. Bye. Yeah, like that's bye. obey your husbands, or you're gonna be cast out and go to hell Blah. Exactly. Grody. go be Lilith yeah, go Grody <laughs> go be the mother of demons go embrace the bible that. Grody Grody it is fucking gives me the ick it really does any person that actually likes the bible ick unless we're talking Grody. about Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat <laughs> then I'm in because I love <laughs> Joseph the amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat the musical specifically never seen it Chef's should kiss. see it though yeah. I don't know. Oh my god, that reminds me. When we were in Canada, we saw Carrie the Musical. Really? It was, was it so fun. fun? Oh yeah, it was god. so fun. That's, it was amazing. That is yeah. a big life event that should have been recapped. It for was. Us. Yeah, it was an amazing life event. It was like some. We went up to Calgary, um, and we like hiked in Banff, and then when we like the latter half of the week, we were just chilling with our friends and like going around calgary and one night it was like wednesday night and we're like well what do we do like on wednesday night so and then fun. i had already known that there was you know carrie the musical playing but i didn't want to like tell them all because i didn't know them enough and then one of them was like uh carrie the musical's playing tonight do y'all want to go and i was like yes <laughs> like, yes the fastest yes like, yes you've ever <laughs> yes yes it was really fun i liked it a lot that's it was so really good. fun was that your first time yeah. in canada this past this trip no, I've I've like visiting my uh, grandparents in Bellingham when I was little. Mm, We've yeah, gone up yeah. to I've been to Victoria, which is on Vancouver Island. Yeah. So I've been to Vancouver Island a few times, and then I've been up to Whistler once. Okay. And then just yeah. across the border, so I've been up there a few times, but just in BC. Now I'm remembering you telling me that before. So yeah, I've yeah. never been to Canada, um, but one day it's fun. You know. Yeah, no, Calgary is so beautiful. It's literally just like a bigger Boise. It has the same feel. It's really great. Yeah, Love it. Chris is, uh, the, his uncle, like his gay uncles in Salt Lake that you've met before. We met them. Uh -huh. they're like, they're so hot. They have uh, officially given up on the United States and moved to Canada. So, Oh, hell yeah. Have, like, a fun, That's like gay family. Half members. our plan. Yeah, no, literally. So see y'all. Yeah. See y'all there. No, literally we were like, Oh, this is like a great scouting. We would totally live in Calgary. We could totally live in Calgary. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. This is yeah. anyways Heather Sex Life, Canada edition. From Can Canada edition. <laughs> oh my god, do you think we can get Justin Trudeau to be on our podcast? He's so yes. fucking hot. <laughs> I would We could get Justin Bieber. <laughs> uh, ooh. And Seth Rogan. He's Canadian. Ooh, wait, yeah, I'd rather get Seth Rogan or Justin Trudeau, not uh I feel like Seth Rogan would be Bieber. a really good addition to this podcast. Similar humor. Yes, he would. He vibes. 
he fucks. He could get he get sure. me into weed so I can get high with y'all. Yeah. yeah. I really want to get into pottery. He does pottery. That's my <gasps> ooh, next hobby. Ooh, and then, we, I get and then he could get us a connection to Rose Byrne. <gasps> yeah. Oh my god. And then Patrick Wilson could join. Oh my god. And Vera Farmiga could <laughs> also be on this podcast. <laughs> Hell yeah. I cannot. And then the girl who plays. Oh, I'm bringing this up because I was like literally about 20 minutes before I called you. I was like singing loudly to Phantom of the Opera and crying. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Uh, I guess like 40 minutes because before that was with Michael. Yeah, but you a fucking. But before that. Anyways, we digress. Shocking. (laughs) We were literally talking about Lilith. (laughs) Well, you know what? She would be stoked that we ended up at Phantom of the Opera. She would actually be stoked. She would love it. You know, originally by Andrew Lloyd Webber, who also created Joseph and Ted and Color Dreamcoat from the oh, Bible. Oh, he did? Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, so look at oh, that. Amazing. It's all related. It's a, it's a circle. It's all fucking connected. Time time is a flat circle. <laughs> and we're all in a little box. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> we're all in a little box. Um, so yeah, they're back to ancient Babylonia. And <laughs> <laughs> Judaism. Put on your little, your history pasties. Your history pasties and your, your history yarmulkes. (laughs) If that's not offensive, I don't know. (laughs) We'll never know. Um, You tell us in the comments. Comment below. Yeah, tell us in the comments. (laughs) We'll adjust. (laughs) Will we? Uh, Aside from the Lilithu um, in Babylonian mythology, there's also the Estries. They're female shape-shifting blood-drinking demons uh, that were said to roam the night among the population seeking their victims. So if you're out alone at night, these people will come up and they'll suck your blood and kill you because they're demons. They're called they're um, estries? Yeah. With an E? E-S-T-R-I-E-S. So estries. it's like very similar to estrogen? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it sounds just like estrogen. I was like, It's kind of close. Or, yeah. t- or I guess testes is, is different. Um, so then we have in Asia, there are the Chongxi. Um, it's spelled J-I-A-N-G-S-H-I, but I did look this up how to pronounce it. It's it's pronounced Chongxi. Uh, so they're sometimes depicted as evil spirits or greenish white furry creatures that attack people and drain their life energy. Ooh. Um, they are, however, most famously known as the hopping vampire. And when it's known as the hopping vampire, it's mostly related so you could probably you could take the Chongxi as you could just say general asian cultures Mm. but if you're saying hopping vampire whenever i see something related to hopping vampire it's usually japanese Mm. um more related and they're mainly depicted as a stiff corpse that hops around sucking the life out of people as it can't bend its legs because of rigor mortis. Ew. So that's kind of like. Ew. So it just kind of like hops around and then it like sucks on your blood. That's fucking <laughs> gross. That, that yeah. is not a sexy vampire. I'll tell you that right not now. Not a sexy vampire. Yeah. Agreed. Alexander Skarsgård bends down on his goddamn knees and it licks your <laughs> pussy, which is almost the exact opposite of what. Agreed. That stiff legged motherfucker. He's stuff. drinking your pussy because you're so wet because he's on your knees and his knees in front of you. Oh my god, vampires would love period sex. Yeah. <laughs> that would be oh my god, they would. Pretty crazy. It would be like a delicacy. <laughs> oh, that's so <laughs> gross. But I love that though. I love that. I love that. Um I then in Greek mythology, there's the Lamia and the Strig Striges. Whatever. The Striges. 
Um, the Lamia preyed on young children in their beds at night, sucking their blood. Ooh. Um, then, like the Lamia, the Striges feasted on children, but also preyed on adults. They were described as having the bodies of crows or birds in general, so kind of like oh, harpies. Bats. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then were later incorporated into Roman mythology as the Strix, a kind of nocturnal bird that fed on human flesh and blood. So we get the bat yeah, kind the of bat. motif that will carry on. Then there is a very um, just obvious example of a vampire or the first vampire that shows up in Grecian mythology. This is also, I'm going to take this as a pretty good example of the first story of vampires that Western culture would take Mm -hmm. under their hand because we're going to immediately jump to medieval and European folklore and then run from there. And, you know, Western culture takes a lot of its original impressions from greek mythology and roman mythology that's a lot of where we get it from speaking um, of Corey, our first stories and stuff how often do you think of the roman empire <laughs> not i would say like probably once every two months Which but is like way more the than grecian me. like the grecian empire i would say like once a month that's easy. exactly what tyler said but <laughs> yeah chris Aww. told me that he honestly thinks about the roman empire almost daily like he actually means that what it's not just from, from because of the tiktok jokes and the instagram jokes like he legitimately thinks of the roman empire often like when i asked him i asked I him would, like two yeah. months ago because that's when i first saw the video yeah and i was like do you actually like is this just a funny video internet thing yeah and he's like oh no i think about the roman empire often and i was like what the fuck does that mean what does it actually mean <laughs> that you do that and then like two weeks ago i asked him again i was like Hey, so remember how you told me you thought about the Roman Empire like like a lot? He's like, Yeah. I was like, When was the last time you thought about it? He's like, Oh, like forty five minutes ago. I was driving home and there's all the roads and then I thought of the Roman Empire with roads and blah 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 blah. blah. Yeah, roads do come up a good amount. <laughs> what the actual <laughs> fuck? That is uh, you know that is I I am I am perplexed. It's like roads. I mean, but it's also it's more of a testament to how much western culture takes from like hellenistic grecian and roman culture into our own culture and how much it has influenced it true um there's a lot of stuff that if you research like literary movements from like the 1800s on like a lot of yeah whatever i'm uh, i'm like put a fucking you know snap back on my head and then call me kyle but yeah like why do like just (laughs) dudes think about the roman empire like why do i think about it you know? I don't know. That's the question. <laughs> like, is I would say, like, real? I honestly think about it. <laughs> I honestly think about the Roman Empire probably once every two months. But I would say, like, the Grecian Empire easily double that. But here's the thing. Like, I think about Greek the mythology Empire... or Hellenistic period. Yeah. Yeah, I think about the Roman Empire zero times ever. <laughs> After I watch a movie that talks about it, I'll think about it once. Yeah. But after that, you know, it's it's off my radar. I have more shit but to you, think about. But you don't, you aren't driving down the road and you're like, oh, no. fuck that pothole. And then you're like, but holy fuck, like the Romans just like <laughs> made roads all throughout. <laughs> I literally do not think that. I, not once. Oh, uh, okay. That's not even I probably think about the brain. Roman. Okay. So I probably think about the Roman Empire once a month because of roads. I literally lot. never, not and once. And then Greeks like once every two weeks because of greek mythology yeah zero the answer is a hard zero for me with roads i mean there's like literally a five pound book of greek mythology like 
within arm's reach. We get it. You're gay, Corey. We get it. Yeah, but that's because I'm gay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The Roman Empire. Yeah. Zero percent. Even tomorrow when I'm driving on the road, even after this conversation, I will not think about the Roman Empire. You know, (laughs) wait, you know, you know what's going to happen is that women will start thinking about Roman mythology. Women will start thinking. No, when we... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i don't think that happens i think they just like reflect back what's given to them it's honestly true i actually have never had an original thought everything i'm saying right now is actually being fed to me by Corey and or i mean honestly you're patriarchy. right none of us have had an original thought it's 2023 we just like our lives are movies and tv shows reflected back at us we have no idea what reality is that is true oh god thank fucking god i am not high or I would be having not a good time anymore from that yeah, comment. Uh, I am. Oh, God. Literally, we've literally never had an original thought. It's totally I, fine. Oh, we'll shit. move on. We'll be okay. So, you know what? I had one original thought, and it was on acid, and we were in Mystic's Mike's Hot Springs. Ooh, and it was. Oh, my God. <laughs> Which I think about that original thought often. I really do. I, I actually think about that original thought once every month. <laughs> I think about that way more than the Roman Empire. I think about my shit I came up with on acid way more. <laughs> agreed. Agreed. <laughs> but basically, anytime I'm uh, in a body of water, I'll think about that, Corey. Yeah. We should I give will you guys some context tur- now. So, okay. So context. We're in Mrs. Mike, Mystic Mike's Hot Spring, which is about, what, two hours south of... Yeah, it's in Monroe, Utah. We won't gatekeep. It's fantastic. Go to it. Run. Yeah, go to it. It's great. It's a grateful. It, it is inspired by a Deadheads. They kind of just stayed there and made it, right? Yeah, they retired all of their old tour buses. Like, well, because like, you know when Dead... Okay, words. Deadheads would take school buses, transform them into, like, little tour buses. And yeah. so basically the homeboy that owns Mystic Mike's was a, like, hardcore deadhead and retired all of his buses, turned them into little Airbnbs, basically. And they basically just, like, settled on this little bit of land that had natural hot springs. And they made it, like, the most hippie. It's so fun. It's so Yeah, it's re- they have, like, an emu farm there. It's really fucking cool. We got an emu egg, everybody. Yeah, we got an emu egg. It was really cool. So, yeah, we're just sitting there. We've ta- we'd taken acid that day. Um, we were, like, kind of coming down from it, right? But still just in that fun, like, loopy, inter- interloper, like, kind of, you know, set of mind. Yeah, where everything you say is, like, a big deal. <laughs> in, that, in that exact moment. Obviously. Yeah. I'm like, water is warm. We're all like, holy fuck. Yeah, oh, shit, it is. Water is. I'm like, is water wet? What is wet? What is water? <laughs> um, and the water that we were currently in was only like a f- like two feet deep, <laughs> and so we're all just not. And it's and it's like a late, it's late winter, early spring, so it's cold, and we want to be in the water. So we're all just like moving around on our hands while the rest of our body is floating in the water. And I was just, it was just quiet for like a good like. <laughs> Jana's dying. It's quiet for like a good thirty seconds, and I'm just like. What if, what if there was a world where we were? <laughs> it's so stupid. I'm so stupid. I love it so much. What if there was a world where it was like covered with two feet of water and like, how would our society be if we all had to walk around on our hands and wanted two feet of water? And that <laughs> sentence that came out of Corey's mouth changed the trajectory of my life. <laughs> like like... Literally, literally. Yeah. <laughs> I think about that. Chenna is dating Chris (laughs) and has three cats. I am living with Michael. Like, 
because of that. No, like literally everything that we know now is because of that <laughs> exact moment in our life. <laughs> and now truly, everyone, your like, life's truly. about to change. Now that you have your that life thought. will change. And think about um, it. Next time you're sitting in a bathtub, just think about it. Just think about it. Just think about it. Just like how would like your buildings be? What would our life be? What would public transportation be? What would like? food be like? You know, like what, what would, would food? We eat? Yeah, because like produce. Yeah, would we eat just a lot of cranberries because they float to the top. Yeah, because the they bog? float. Yeah, Rice like patties. we would eat so much less bread. Yeah, zero bread. Just how would soggy. ovens work? We could electrocute it. Yeah. <laughs> so what is fire? Oh my god, water is wet. Fire Do we just bad. use volcanic vents to heat our food? Like what the shit. fuck? Yeah, we evolved. It's on oven. It's a volcanic vent oven. Holy shit! <laughs> I'm gonna build cool. that on Sims. I'm gonna build yeah, the fuck be... out of this on Sims. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fucking cool. Um, so anyways, we're gonna go back to the Greek mythology. <laughs> so how often do you think about the Roman Empire audience? <laughs> yeah, think, about, think about it. Versus Greek mythology versus Vampires. walking around in two feet of water. <laughs> yeah. On your hands. On your hands. Like humans evolved with of, us walking around on two in two feet of water. Tide like pools that's how it is. With arms. Yeah, kind of, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. But humans. Humanoid tadpole <laughs> arms. Horrifying. Absolutely yeah. horrifying. <laughs> we have guilt. Would how would sex guilt? be? Would would hentai just be even bigger? Would it just be more intense because there's just, you know, there's an octopus right next to us or in the two feet of water? Or would be humans and we would be confused. Like Ooh. not water. Ooh, anti-water world. What if what if hentai happened like three, three hundred million years earlier? So there was Damn. a human, <laughs> so there was a half-human species that was hentai. Ooh. And then there were humans that resembled us. Oh Damn. shit! Like I there wanna, were Ursulas running around. I want to be in this world. We should become Mormon <laughs> again, so we become gods to create our own worlds. And this is the world that I want. Hey. I'm doing the Pokemon world first. That that has to happen. That's true. Okay. I'm gonna... I was 10 years old and I was promised Pokemon. That's, That's all true. I remember. We have to heal your inner child. We said fuck exactly. mine tonight, but not fuck yeah. Corey's. Yeah. The second my dick went into some guy's butt, I gave up a real Charmander. That's all I know. <laughs> yeah, he really did. You fucked yourself, Corey. Damn yeah, you. Yeah, I fucked myself. Damn me. <laughs> so we're going to go to the exam. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're simultaneously the teacher teaching the class and then the two class clowns at the same time like, like, interrupting each other. Everyone's like, fast forward, fast forward, fast forward. <laughs> 30, 30, 30, 30. They're like, season four sucks. Season, season four Halloween horrors is not the best, you guys. I'm just kidding. It really is. Horrors. It's the best. Okay. The first big example that has a lot of the same tropes that vampires have, the first story that shows up with these is in Greek mythology. Um, it's called Ambrosio, the first vampire. Ambrosio was an Italian-born adventurer who, like many, traveled to Greece to seek counsel from the oracles of Delphi, or Delphi. Um, long story short, he fell in love with one of the oracles who was also a sea god who the god Apollo loved. Oh. Um... So Apollo is one of the main pantheon of gods, one of the main 12. Um, So he cursed Ambrosio because Ambrosio fell in love with the person that he's into. And it cursed him so that his skin would burn if it ever touched sunlight again. Um, Then Ambrosio goes on this intense quest where he gambles his soul away to Hades. 
uh, the god of the underworld and then gets cursed by apollo's sister artemis who is also the goddess of the moon and hunting this curse made it so that ambrosio's skin would burn if he ever touched silver mm, um and this is this. because her weapons are made of silver in greek mythology um he then apologizes to her tells her what happened and why he was trying to steal stuff from her and it was basically to get his soul back from hades because hades was like i'll give your soul back if you get this from artemis so then taking pity on the on ambrosio artemis gave him the gift of immortality also gave him super speed and strength um and so he could be a great hunter like she is but second to her so you got the can't do sunlight but then also is affected by silver and can be killed by silver but then it has immortality super speed and strength that's like you know yeah five out of the eight is different it, tropes of vampires does silver silver becomes a werewolf thing more than a vampire thing or is it also mainly because like the silver bullet kills werewolves yeah right that's more pronounced in mythology but silver also is against vampires yeah that's... um i think in modern day like the past 30 40 years silver really isn't incorporated into things yeah yeah it's, um, when i think of I like th- vampire movies from like our lifetime i'm like silver's yeah. not even remotely an element compared to like garlic think... holy water you know yeah, garlic, holy water, steaks, sunlight, mirrors. usually are the and and then just crucifixes in general and mirrors. Yeah, seem to be the tropes. I do believe that sil- like in D and D, silver is still effective and significant, mm. which D and D is made in the seventies and just taken from folklore, um, and other just like fantasy series. I think Bram Stoker's silver crucifixes are specifically used and stuff like that. Okay. So it has a little bit of remnants still there, but it's not as prominent as a silver bullet for a for like werewolves. Yeah. Werewolf. That's interesting. Yeah. I wonder like when eventually you should do a werewolf segment so we can learn how silver bullets yes, became a thing. That is I'm there. Just yes. Super interested in that now. That's on the docket for sure. For season four, you guys maybe <laughs> five. For Six? season sixty nine. <laughs> do you know technically? This is this is not episode 100, but this is our 100th posted episode. Oh, really? Tyler's told me that oh. like 18 times, so I've had to mention it. So thank you, Tyler. Even though it's Yay, not thanks, episode Tyler. 100, it is our 100th post. It's our 100th post. Yay, because we have bonus episodes and stuff. Yeah, yeah. bonus episodes. Oh, that's fun. And like the Halloween episodes, things like that. Speaking of, go listen to all of our Halloween episodes. You're welcome. Yeah, if you don't know who we are, just go listen to those. If yeah, you somehow how... ended up here, hi. Hi. <laughs> hi. Oh, my. What are you doing with your life? What are you doing? Are you single? We saw you cross the bar, and we thought you were really cool and unique. Do you like the Roman Empire? How often do you think about the Roman Empire, baby? In addition to this kind of curse and slash bet blessing when Artemis takes pity up on Ambrosio, she also afflicts his blood so that anyone else he happens to infect with his saliva would gain the same curses and blessings that he currently had, which is very specific and very, like, you know, um, vampire-esque. But apparently Ambrosio later moves back to Italy and becomes a full-fledged vampire that we would think of. Legend folklore then traces him. So real-life fake legend, if y'all are following me on this. 100%. traces, (laughs) Traces him to the city of Florence, where he then creates the first vampire clan, which actually kind of ties into Twilight. It does. I was supposed to say the Terry. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Whoa! So, like, this is definitely, like, real-life fake folklore. That's interesting, because um, I feel like in, 
even more than Twilight, in uh, I think in True Blood, um, some of like the Vampire Council lives specifically in Italy. So it's interesting okay, that there's yeah. like all roads lead back, all Roman roads lead back to Italy. Fucking exactly. Crazy. Oh my god. Oh my god. Like our roads. Like how are they like just as good as the Romans? Like how? can we just ponder on this? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, from what we know of the history of vampires that can glue in size and strength until infighting created something of what like a civil war and now there's many vampire clans this is like basic just folklore what happened to ambrosio is largely unknown um though many believe to legend that he still resides somewhere in florence and is still alive Ooh, kind of like a modern day dracula sexy. basically yeah so yeah like ambrosio would have sex with you like i'm down yeah if you're listening <laughs> you know yeah. We could do a threesome. <laughs> yeah, I'm down. For the, yeah, for the podcast? Yeah. Fuck yeah. For the yeah. podcast. We'll live tweet it or whatever. We'll live we, stream it. That doesn't it. even exist now. <laughs> yeah. We'll we'll post. We'll actually record an entire podcast episode of us just having sex with Ambrosio. Oh, yeah. With Ambrosio. So, you know, shout out to us. We'll get you. <laughs> shout out. <laughs> Catch me on the backside. How whatever often do that you was. think about the Roman Empire, Ambrosio? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I live it every day. He's like, my, it's my reality. <laughs> <laughs> um, then we quickly will just get into medieval and European folklore. Um, so this is very, very broad strokes. Um, over the, like, you know, millennia, whatever, other than Draugar and Norse mythology and talks of revenants in British culture, there isn't much specifically related to vampires um, until the 17th century um again y'all are probably thinking about vlad the impaler i will get to him we're kind of omitting him from this these broad strokes right now to get us to a certain point and then i will kind of go back in time to talk about specifically him because that's worth the whole episode yeah and he's definitely not sexy he's very interesting he's not yeah. sexy let me reiterate that <laughs> not, se- not sexy <laughs> not sexy the fictional portrayal of him sexy, sexy. yes <laughs> i love you warlords in real life not sexy warlords portrayed by hot men in fictional movies sexy Sexy. (laughs) problematic Uh, but sexy Corey, this is why you're gonna be my best friend to the end of time (laughs) no one else can i have this conversation with (laughs) um so vampires originated from folklore um mostly or prominently from eastern europeans in the late 17th and 18th centuries um these tales form the basis of the vampire legend that later entered germany and england so there are definitely remnants in the 14 and 1500s of like here and there little bits of vampiric lore or people being bloodsuckers or coming back to life and you know being zombies or some sort of proto-vampire in 1645, the Greek librarian of the Vatican, Leo Aletius, produced the first methodological description of the Balkan beliefs in vampires. So the Balkan folklore, he kind of puts together a compendium for them. Um, then in 1672, in modern-day Croatia, local, hey. local reports describe a panic among villagers inspired by the belief that a guy had become a vampire after dying in 1656 drinking blood from his victims and sexually harassing his widow. The village leader ordered a stake to be driven through his heart. Later, his corpse was also beheaded. This is all on the Balkan beliefs of vampires, like the folklore that has just aggregated over the past few hundred years. 
Um, then after, uh, later, Austria gained control of the northern uh, Serbia um, in 1718, officials noted the local practice of exhuming bodies and killing vampires. These reports, prepared between 1725 and 1732, received widespread publicity. Um, and it's about the same time that uh, the word vampire, um, as vampire with the Y, P-Y-R-E, first appeared in English in 1732. That's kind of like the very brief strokes of the history of vampires. Um, next time I will talk about Vlad the Impaler Ooh. and then the time after that, I will kind of jump back to this point and then take it into, you know, Carmilla uh. and Bram Stoker's Dracula Ooh. and the modern day, uh, horror and vampire. Fuck yeah. I love yeah. it. So Corey's mom. <laughs> what? That was such a weird segue. Has got it going on. Corey's mom. I feel bad saying that because I love your mom. She's awesome. So I feel icky oh. being like, well, maybe it is not icky. Corey's mom's got it going on. I don't know. I'm going to continue this conversation. We're going to just skip past That's that. Fine. They're on a mission right now, technically. Really? Yeah, they're they're still living in the same, like, life is still mostly the same, but their nine to five is basically a mission. My mom is the nurse for oh, wow. the mission in that area. My dad is doing, like, clerical financial work for the for the mission that's wild that's so yeah. i'm sure they they i feel like they both are probably getting a lot of fulfillment from that and very happy they are so yeah they really like both love it yeah oh yay so, so with go them, them. Being they're on, having fun with them being on a mission are they still allowed to see family yes you know yeah like, it's like, like old it, people yeah mission. the rules yeah. are way less strict yeah. nice fuck yeah well speaking of Corey's mom so back when Corey's mom was a young adult, she saw Bigfoot. She did? A hundred percent. And Corey's is mom is a, the most logical person on the planet. She does Very not, stoic, very logic. Yeah, yeah. She, she doesn't believe in fake-ass cryptids, but she nope. does believe in Bigfoot. She does. So speaking of Bigfoot, that leads me to my segment. <laughs> <laughs> In my head, that was so much smoother. <laughs> Speaking of our organically, <laughs> our organic comments about Bigfoot. Organic, 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 organic. Um, <laughs> on June 1st, 1987, 16-year-old oh, Teresa Ann Beer and 43-year-old, 43, Russell Skilp Welch <laughs> went searching. Wait, can we say those two numbers again? 16, 16 years old with 43. a 43 year old dude y'all, named skip they went y'all searching. i'm 32 and that's already fucking old imagine <laughs> i was 11 years older than i am now and i'm hanging out with a 16 year old foul foul <laughs> disgusting wrong so, so this disgusting ass foul creature of a man went searching with Teresa and beer or Sasquatch, or Bigfoot, whatever, near Shut-Eye Peak, which is about 25 miles northeast of Bass Lake in California. Oh, my God. The two reportedly became separated, and Teresa was never seen again. Welch claimed it was Bigfoot, but foul play oh was expected. This is the story of the disappearance of Teresa Ann Beer. Don't <laughs> We didn't plan that. 
We didn't, you guys. We actually didn't. <laughs> we, we really didn't. now we now really every didn't. person thinks that we did because we're saying it so much. But we like really know. didn't. <laughs> so who was Teresa Ann Beer? Teresa Ann Beer was born on April sixteenth, nineteen seventy one, to parents Shirley and David, and she had one sibling, a sister. For the first three years of Teresa's life, she was violently abused by her mother, Shirley. Aww. Here's an example. A sad, a very sad example. Just remember, I do the true crime segment, so it's sad. Everything I'm going to tell you is sad for the next I, I am minutes. currently remembering the, like, wait, I remember I don't do that many jokes. And I'm like, because every time I do a joke, it's, like, the most horrible <laughs> time to do a joke. It is. You're like, bada-boom, bada-bing. It's like, and then she was raped. In court. And then she was raped. Yeah. <laughs> Every time, so... Every time. <laughs> so when Teresa was just three years old, Shirley, her terrible mother, wrapped Teresa's legs around the crib slats and no. then twisted and continued wrapping the legs until they each shattered the entire leg. And then she was con- she was beaten oh and thrown around the nursery, causing multiple fractures, broken bones, the whole shebang. No. David, her equally shitty father took Teresa to a hospital. Social services stepped in, as they should. Yeah. And they placed Teresa and her sister in foster care. Right after this incident, this particular, like, climax of abuse. Because keep in mind, three years before that, she was still getting abused. This is, like, the climax of, like, a horrific childhood. Well, climax of up to three. David, the dad, divorced Shirley, um, which is great. So, you know, that normally doesn't happen in these stories. So, woohoo, go the dad for leaving. But still, the daughters were placed in foster care. So Teresa and her sister, they spent, um, I think, a couple months or maybe a couple years. It was kind of unclear based off of my research. uh, Being They were in foster care, and they were taken care of by a church friend named Sylvia Pierce. Sylvia Pierce provided a safe and loving home for Teresa and her sister. Mm -hmm. After years and years of being abused by a shitty mom and a shitty dad, they were finally safe. They were finally happy. But then David got ca- David got custody for them. Giving their dad a second chance, Teresa and her sister tried to bond with their new family. They did have new siblings. But not long after the move, abuse started again. This time from Margie, the stepmom. Here's an example of the abuse that Teresa and her sister would endure from Margie. So Margie would just starve Teresa and her sister. She would refuse them food, Jesus. refuse them water. And then she would force Teresa and her sister to watch their new sisters eat a delicious meal and drink refreshing water while she kept the fridge locked. And any time they would beg for food or ask for food, she would abuse them. Ew, that reminds me of the one where the kids like all went down in the basement and beat Ew, that the most horrifying Ugh. episode I've ever done. That I that's like, my Roman Empire. I think about yeah. that all the fucking time. <laughs> that's Sylvia my Roman What was Empire. her name? Sylvia Pier no, that's this bitch's name. Was it Sylvia Pierce? I don't Pierce? know. Was, I don't want to know because I don't want to remember that story. It was the saddest story. It comes story. up very often and I hate it. Yeah. So, terrible. Go find that episode. I don't know what episode that is, but go listen, you guys. There's, oh, so actually, so in um, Page Boy, when Elliot Page, like Elliot Page's new memoir. Yeah. Uh, he plays uh, either that little girl or somebody within that story in a like theatrical version of that really real story that's i cool. didn't know it was made into a movie but it was that's actually crazy. yeah he does play the girl Holy that is shit. abused 
I want to yeah. watch that. I mean, I don't want to watch it, but I do I also want to watch it. Ugh. Yeah. But anyway, so Teresa Beer being abused, abused again. Uh, and once again, David, their shitty dad, just sat by and did nothing. For the first three years of three years of their life, he sat by God and watched it. his crazy-ass wife Shirley abuse them. He gets custody of them again. And once again, he just sits and watches them getting abused and does nothing because he's a little bitch boy David. You know, I feel like most people with the name David end up being bitch boys. I'm just going to say it. Bakes. <laughs> My ex-boyfriend. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, bitch boys. We have two examples. That's enough. That is literally rep- – they're representatives of the entire clan. And this this guy, this is the third example. Three examples of shitty Davids, you know? Agreed. Agreed. Okay. Eventually, Teresa moved into her great-grandmother's house in Fresno, California. Thinking she was finally safe again, Teresa began to relax. But then her Yuck. great-grandma got a little too old, and she could no longer care for Teresa. So she decided to move Teresa in with her 42-year-old uncle, Johnny Richmond, a.k.a. the Lion Johnny. And if I'm ever after- a 42-year-old uncle, which will happen, I, like, don't give me your children. Yeah, it, this is a recipe for disaster. So <laughs> yeah. Blind Johnny, he was granted custody after the great-grandmother could no longer care for him. His name is Blind Johnny. So his name was Blind Johnny because he lost his eyesight while playing Russian roulette. But a lot of people believe that he just pretended to be blind, and it was just like a bit that he did. Like, hey, I'm blind Johnny. Hey, it's me. <laughs> Which is not funny. <laughs> how do how do people, like, like life is already difficult and Straight hard. people, man. <laughs> Fucking bananas to me. I guess, yeah, if you're like a straight white man in the South, like, your life isn't difficult and hard. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So here's a Jerry Springer moment. So blind Johnny... He was actually married to Margie. So he's he is the half brother of Teresa. So Margie is the <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Teresa so oh my god, no, the half brother of Teresa's mom. The more you talk, the less I'm understanding. <laughs> so Teresa is the daughter of Shirley and David, right? Shirley's yeah. half brother's name is Blind Johnny. Blind Johnny's wife, who is actually his ex-wife, his name is Margie. Margie, Blind Johnny's ex-wife, is now married to David. Margie was the one who abused Teresa and her sister after she, after they, after David was granted custody of them. It's all connected. It's, it's all connected. <laughs> and it's it's all, just the. It's all fucked up. The always sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> so this. <laughs> but yeah, this shitty ass abusive. Both sides of the family abusive as fuck, and you know. It's bad. It's just all bad. They're so, bad people. So Teresa moved into Blind Johnny's house, and he is now no longer married to Margie, which was Teresa's temporary stepmom. He is now actually with a 17-year-old girl. Keep in mind, this is a 42-year-old man. But he is now with this girl oh, named God. Tammy, and Tammy already had two sons of his up to this point, and she's 17 years old. Fucking foul. Jesus. And again, it was not long until Teresa started, became, just started uh, being abused. This is the pattern of Teresa's life. Abused, safety, Mm. abused, safety, abused. Like, this girl cannot catch a fucking break. And she is a child. She is, like, barely a teenager at this point. Teresa was forced to stay home from school. Uh, She was forced to watch Johnny and Tammy's two kids 
Um, and then while she was at home, she's being physically and verbally abused by both blind Johnny and Tammy. Um, the physical abuse escalated to sexual abuse um, at the hands of her uncle and his friends. So it's actually very similar to that case that we referenced earlier. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so just the abuse was getting more and more extreme. Uh, for years and years, her uncle and all of his friends would come over and regularly beat her, molest her, and rape her. Oh, my God. For her entire adolescence. And by 16 years old, Teresa was 5'5". Five five. She was only 110 pounds, tiny, frail. Um, she was held back in school. She struggled to make friends. She was withdrawn. She was isolated. She was alone. She was vulnerable. And she was just desperate for safety because she kept on getting the taste of safety and it was being ripped away from her and she was desperate to trust. Yeah. Bring in the worst person in the world. A neighbor and friend of Teresa's uncle was this 43-year-old motherfucker named Russell Welch, a.k.a. Skip. And oh he God. saw the how vulnerable Teresa was. And he decided to become close with Teresa. And he pretended to be her friend. He made her feel safe. She finally felt like she had a person. She was safe. Even though it was, you know, highly inappropriate because he was very old. <laughs> She finally felt that safety that she craved and that she needed. Uh, Welch, Skip, this is a fucking loser, was a known meth addict, and he could barely keep a job. He was just a fucking loser who was addicted to meth, who just loved hanging out with teenagers. Gross. He was also a Bigfoot Gross. expert, a self-proclaimed Bigfoot expert, and he would often tell Teresa these wild, epic stories of Bigfoot and his grand adventures just building up this entire world and the sense of freedom to this girl who just craves freedom and safety. And he's just telling her these, these grand stories of Bigfoot and then finally convinces her, you know what? You should experience the safety with me. You should experience this escape. You should look for Bigfoot with me. <sighs> so she asks her uncle blind Johnny. She's like, Hey, can I go camping with our 43 year old neighbor to go find Bigfoot? And the uncle was like, yeah, for sure. Go do that. That sounds Aww. great. And so he allowed his 16-year-old niece to go camping with a 43-year-old met known meth addict, Bigfoot expert. So now this brings us to the morning of June 1st, 1987. Skip picks up Teresa from her home that she shared with giant blind Johnny and that whole mess of a family. And although Blind Johnny did give them both permission to go on this Bigfoot adventure, they decided to lie to Blind Johnny. They told Blind Johnny, you know what? We're actually what? not going to go to Bigfoot. We're going to just – I'm just going to take her to school. And it's going to be a regular day. So Blind Johnny actually did not know that they went on this Bigfoot adventure on this very day. So instead of taking her to school, they roll up to Shuddai Peak, which is about 25 miles north of, base, of Bass Lake, which is in Northern California. And this is where they went to search for Bigfoot. That is a long <laughs> descriptor to tell you. <laughs> Jenna, add some fucking punctuation, okay? I need to add some goddamn... Let's be professional about this. I need to add some commas up in your periods. Like, this is pretty outrageous, this sentence that I As wrote. I set down my rancherita. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is some pretty wild notes that I wrote here. <laughs> Now, let me get through about five to ten more run-on sentences, and then we'll get to the good stuff. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so that afternoon, 
of June 1st, 1987. I'm just kidding. But uh, that <laughs> afternoon, Blind Johnny got a call from Teresa's school notifying him that she was not at school. Blind Johnny did not want the school to be involved in anything. He's like, snitches get stitches. Fuck y'all. Yeah. So he was like, oh, she's just homesick. Don't worry about it. And at that point, he was like, you know, Teresa, she's I abuse her all the time. I don't really give a shit where she is. I'm a piece of shit. So, like, I'm not going to worry about it. So he's like, (laughs) eh, whatever. So he just spends the rest of his day doing whatever, you know, pieces of shit do. And at around 930 that night, he was like, okay, you know, it's a little weird. She's not back. As far as I know, she was supposed to be taken to school by Welch. He lied. He obviously didn't take her to school. I kind of know about. I kind of know about the Bigfoot situation. I don't know. I'm a little sketched out. I'm gonna go ahead and call the police. So he calls the police. He reports her as missing. And that this is when he tells the police about Welch Skip, and their Bigfoot adventure. And he just assumes that's where Teresa is, but he has absolutely no idea where he actually went on this Bigfoot adventure with his 16-year-old niece. So the police, they start searching for Welch. They got to know where this motherfucker is. And they come into contact with a couple of Welch's friends and family members to try to figure out where he went, where he possibly could have taken Teresa. Just, you know, build the story here. What the fuck's going on? Uh-huh. So they find Welch's daughter, and she told the police that she actually saw Teresa with her dad about a day before they left uh, for Bigfoot, but she has not seen or spoken to either of them since. So then the police move on to his son, and Welch's son said the same thing. He actually saw them right before they went for Bigfoot, but again, hasn't seen or spoken to them since. Well, imagine to be one of those children and be like, my dad took a 17-year-old girl into the woods. A 16-year-old. Yeah, my 43-year-old dad, who is a meth addict, took a 16-year-old girl to go look for Bigfoot in the fucking woods. And like, yeah, raped and killed her, probably. Oh, 100%. Spoiler. Spoiler alert. This is a true crime segment. No happy endings here. (laughs) Nothing. I got nothing. This is a zero happy. This is a negative happy story. A sad story. Abandon hope, all ye who enter here. Period. So now the police find a former friend of Welch. She's actually a 17-year-old girl named Michelle Raya, who actually went to the same high school as Teresa. So Michelle, she tells the police that she actually almost went with Skip Welch to go looking for Bigfoot. But uh, his daughter, the original witness that the police talked to, actually convinced her not to go because she told him that Welch uses Bigfoot, Bigfoot as an excuse to take teenagers up to the mountains give them his precious meth, and then rape them. So she was like, hey, don't go with my dad. And so Michelle was like, okay, cool. I'm definitely not going to go with your dad. So she told the police this. (laughs) So now the police are like, oh, yeah, our suspicions are being confirmed that he is a piece of shit and, you know. Yeah. Straight up, nothing good is happening here. Like beyond a piece of shit, yeah. So then a friend of Welch's comes forward, and they're like, okay, I actually saw Welch after the Teresa situation. And he told me that Teresa was actually abducted by a satanic group. But that was it. And then when they were questioned by the police, they clenched up and they they aborted mission. They're like, never mind. I did not see Welch. Hmm. So about four days after Teresa was reported missing, this takes us to June 5th, the police spotted Welch's car in a community that's right outside of Shut Eye Peak, which is where we now know she went missing. Yeah. And so at this point, they have a location. They finally at least have an area that they think Welch is at. And around this time, this girl named Dorothy Davis 
calls the police and she's like, hey, Welch actually rolled it to my house and I have him in my house right now. So you should come here and pick him up because I heard that he you guys are looking for him. So please roll up to Dorothy's house. And they're like, this is fucking awesome that someone just casually has him for us. Awesome. Wow, we don't have to work. Yeah. Woohoo. <laughs> Yippee skippy. Surprise. Yeah. We're the police. So uh, they, they roll up to her house and they bring Welch in for questioning. Later, Dorothy would end up telling the police that when he arrived to her house, he was clearly high as fuck on, mel- on meth. He was extremely upset and he kept on talking about some girl that he left up in the mountains. And then he ended up telling Dorothy that there was actually a satanic group that got involved. They ended up taking control of the girl. They abducted her um, and they did this weird ritual around her and that she physically changed to something really tall, all white looking, very satanic and evil. He just kept on going and escalating this really insanely wild and obviously meth crazy story about this abduction that that happened with Teresa in the woods and she would tell the police that later but now let's bring us back to they find him at at Dorothy's house they bring him into questioning Um, and this is when Welch is crazy ass story of many twists and turns start so first he tells the police I actually dropped off Teresa at school on June 1st but the police were like okay we know that's not true because the high school literally called blind Johnny and they were like hey Teresa's not here and blind Johnny was like yeah you're right she's not there so lie and then Welch was like okay you're right I didn't actually take her to school but I actually took her camping but when we got to the camp spot Teresa ran away and they're like okay well what what really happened well she didn't actually run away she was actually she actually found a random woman in the woods and then ran off with the woman. What? And they're like, she found a, a random woman. And he was like, actually, it wasn't a random woman. It was a different group that was camping near our campsite. And there was a woman in that group. And Teresa just decided to go with that group um, and just head back to town with them. And they're like, okay, so Teresa was with a random group. And he's like, actually, it wasn't a random group. It was a satanic cult. What the and fuck? And they're like, oh, okay. So a satanic cult came. And he's like, yeah, the satanic cult came and actually transformed her into an all-white-looking beast. And they're like, okay, so the satanic cult. And he's like, oh, you know what? I'm actually wrong. It wasn't the satanic cult that took her. It was actually Bigfoot. But you know what? It's okay because Bigfoot is a really happy and complete spiritual being. And so we actually know that Teresa is safe because she was taken by Bigfoot. By Bigfoot. Oh, God. So the police at this point were like, you know, your story keeps changing. We really don't know who or what took Teresa. But what we do know is that you did take Teresa camping. And we do also know the general area because that's where we originally found your car. So, Welch, tell us where the fuck Teresa is. So at this point, Welch was Was like... Was he like... Sorry, was he like still on, on meth, like high on meth when they were questioning him? That I don't know. I don't know how close that timeline is of him rolling up to Dorothy's house on meth and then Dorothy contacting the police and them taking him. I assumed it happened pretty quickly based off of what he was saying to Dorothy, but I don't know. I also don't know if like how long like the detox period is for however much meth. True. Yes. (laughs) But also like he's known as like the the crazy. (laughs) We'll test. Yeah. There's only one way to do this. We unfortunately have to become crack meth heads now. Yeah. But yeah, I just assumed, like, he's so fucked up from all the years of meth. Like, he's known as the town meth head that he's just, like, mm. crazy. Yeah. Like, cuckoo, cuckoo, He's not you know? there. Yeah, he's yeah. gonzies. 
So since authorities knew at the very least that he did take Teresa somewhere, they asked him, where the fuck did you take Teresa? And so he ended up bringing the authorities to a campsite to a to a campsite where they found a large burned area. <laughs> a tramp stamp. <laughs> a, a tramp stamp. <laughs> where they found a large burned area, which is about three and a half feet wide and eight feet wide. And there were also Damn. some blankets um, hung up in like a really odd formation. There was a purse, a weird bra, a t-shirt, a camera. The camera actually had pictures of Welch playing <sighs> the guitar by one of the blankets that was hung up. And there was pictures of Teresa as well. But something was just off about this campsite to the investigators it felt very staged and then they took a closer look at the photos and the camera they were like there's something weird about these photos (gasps) this tree this bush this rock this environment it doesn't really match what these photos are showing us in fact by looking at the photos they realized that the campsite that welsh took them to was 100 percent not the campsite that these photos were taken Oh, God. And that's when Welch was like, you know what? I did. I staged this campsite. The real one was actually about 20 miles away. (laughs) But he would not give them the location. He just pointed to this general direction in this area called Ghost Canyon. So somehow, these police officers did more than any police officer did on the planet. (laughs) By using these photos on this shitty-ass camera in the 80s, they were able to find the real campsite. <laughs> it's oh fucking God. amazing, you guys. You have, we, it is now episode 89 of technically of how many true crime episodes I've done. And there yeah. have been police that have been given almost the person's name and they're incapable of doing their job and finding yeah, anything. Yeah, like, that's these, half the problem these is people, the police doing nothing. They find, they have these, like, shitty ass photos from the 80s and they're able to find the fucking campsite in this vast, like, woods, like, this expansive nature area. And they found this one campsite. And we know it's the campsite because they end up finding Teresa's clothes, some of Teresa's clothing in Welch's uh, shirt. And in his pocket was, like, a bunch of meth, <laughs> like, a crazy amount of meth. <laughs> But there was no Teresa. So at this point, they knew that Welch, at the very least, stole Teresa and put her, like, endangered her. So they actually charged him with child endangerment and child stealing. And his trial was set for October of 1987. Three days before his trial, three days, Welch was released from prison. And the case was dismissed because authorities didn't think... They had enough evidence to really get the conviction. Oh, they all, like wanted to wait. Because yeah. they wanted to wait. And unfortunately, investigators were never able to find any more evidence about Teresa. Not another piece of evidence, not a shirt, not a fiber, not a body, nothing. And to oh this God. day, this case remains unsolved and Teresa Ann Beer is still missing. So even though police didn't have enough evidence to convict Welch, I personally believe he 1 billion percent killed her. (laughs) There's not a shadow of a doubt. Not even remote. There, a 100 percent. This motherfucker killed her. First of all, we know from a witnesses from one of like Welch's witnesses the teenage girl. We know that this is what he does. He takes teenage girls up to the mountains. He drugs them. He rapes them. We know that. That's what he fucking does. Oh my God. He was the last person to be seen with her. One question by police. He changed the story 666 times. He literally gave the police 
he literally staged a campsite. <laughs> he took them to the staged campsite where yeah. there was actual photos of a different campsite and Teresa. So the last photos of Teresa ever being seen, the last <laughs> Teresa ever was with him. He at this has Mystery them. Campsite. They were in his possession. Yeah. yeah. And uh, when they did find like that real location from based off the photos, there was like evidence there, like what some of Teresa's belongings and Welch's shirt full of meth. So this is what I think what happened. Teresa Beer was extremely vulnerable. She went through horrific abuse through her entire yeah. childhood, and she kept on getting glimpses of safety and stability and craved that. And he was a fucking monster and took advantage of her and completely took advantage of the fact that she was so vulnerable and she desperately craved safety and she craved freedom and adventure. So he promised her that. He promised her Bigfoot. He promised her camping. This whole world that she's always wanted, well, yeah, he gave that to her. Promised like a fantastical like escape from her shitty reality. Exactly. Yeah. He pretended to be her friend. He took her to the mountains. He drugged her. He raped her. He killed her. Maybe he doesn't even know though. He's so fucked up on meth. We do have to. We do have to recognize that. Maybe he was so high he truly doesn't even realize that he did kill her. He, so he comes up with these crazy stories yeah. because he's he's grasping at straws, grasping at glimpses of memories because he's so fucked up for meth. Or maybe he doesn't. He truly doesn't even remember anything. Maybe he just did so much meth, killed her, blacked out. Who the fuck knows? But all I know, with a shadow, without a shadow of a doubt. He took her up to the mountains. He's responsible. He drugged yeah. her. He killed her. A hundred percent. It was not Bigfoot, even though that is fun to believe that Bigfoot committed murder or at least took someone <laughs> away. He Skip Welch was responsible for Teresa and Beer's So, yeah, they never, like, were like, okay, cool. It's been a year or two or three or five. We, we still can't, like, convict him of tampering with police evidence or, like, misleading police on top of everything that's so crazy that they wouldn't go back and just be like can we convict him of fucking something yeah can we convict like the him fact of that he's like this is the campsite and then the police are later like no we have literally figured out this is not the campsite yeah like, somebody should be able to go to jail for like months or to a few years on that yeah like interfering with the police investigation this was yeah the 80s, exactly yeah and like this is the 80s and like oh my god you know it's not the first time that the system has, like, failed, abused women, mm. abused young women. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, like, there's – to me, like, I truly don't understand how he ended up not being in jail. Like, I, I it boggles my mind that they just let yeah. him go. Because, like, it, it's, like, it's fucking crazy to me. It's, like, actually crazy to me. And, like, with just with the hope that they're going to find more evidence. Like you said, like, it's one thing if they waited, like, a year. But, like, why didn't they then convict him a year later? Like, what – Maybe it's the statute, but the statute of limitations would be longer for child endangerment and child stealing, you know? So yeah, it, he's probably could get away with it. Yeah. It's just like so infuriating to me that we literally 100% know this man did it and he just got away with it. Yeah, because they couldn't. Because sadly, like, yeah, the, the justice system is not, is working against the police and trying to get enough evidence. Yeah. That's sad. Yeah, this whole story is just so fucking sad. And I originally chose the story because I was like, ooh, Bigfoot and true crime, fun. <laughs> um, and then it got, like, really not fun. Yeah, like, it's <laughs> not fast. fun. Because it's just, it's just a classic. Like, this is such a, like, a recurring thing that we've seen in these true crime yeah. segments that I do. An abused child ends up yeah, getting fucking just killed by some grown-ass gets, man. 
the worst lot in life and just has no way of getting out of it. Yeah, like, they had no chance. Like, they were dealt the worst cards. That's so sad. Like, it's yeah. it's so... From the fucking... From three... From being born, Teresa just had a life of abuse and misery. Yeah. And never had... And, like, I can only imagine her last moments in the woods with this man who's high on meth was was terrifying. Just but Absolutely horrifying. Yeah. It's just so fucking sad. Yeah, that's really sad. So anyways, how's your sex life? <laughs> it's great. <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah. <laughs> we should really not do mine last. You know, it's been, it's been 100. We should. Okay, yeah, we should do yours and then do mine. <laughs> <laughs> We're changing now. We, we finally learned. We're changing, yeah. We, we have. No, I think like every time, every like once in a while we change the format, which is fun. Yeah, we switch it up. Um, we'll switch Yeah, I think like we we should keep this short because we like did catch ups, but we are looking forward to uh in a, a week, literally like a week and a half. We yeah. will be in Salem, y'all. Yeah, we are yeah, for Friday the thirteenth, motherfuckers. For Friday the thirteenth, bitches. <laughs> oh, we'll take so many pictures and be so yes. unhappy with so many of them, but we'll take them and we'll post them for you guys. So excited. <laughs> So it'll be Chris and Channa and Michael and I, and we will be running around Salem. Oh my God. Definitely drinking, like, right? Nope. <laughs> Obviously. We can get it. I, if you want to get, I can get high later in the day, but I don't want to get high during the day because it ruins the day for me. Yeah. I, I don't like, even know if I'm going to bring weed, you know, because like, okay. that feels hard. Can I? I guess, yeah, you have to like fly. Yeah. That's yeah. not fun. Yeah, so I'll think about fun. it, but I just want to be pleasantly buzzed, not drunk, not sober, yeah. just a pleasant oh, little no. boop. A little hoo. Oh, yeah. Woo-hoo. We'll just, like, live off a of coffee and then, like... Espresso martinis all day. Three, four, or five. Yeah, we'll just, like, espresso martinis. I've never had espresso martini yet. Well, that's gonna change. But it will fucking change. Yeah, bitch. They're real good. I'm excited. They're danger zone. Chana, it's so fun. I hope we have great weather. I mean, even if it's, like, dreary weather, it'll still be great because it'll be very... I'm so, yeah. I'm so excited. I'm very excited. excited. It's so fun, Chan. It's so pretty there. It's so fun. I'm gonna want. I'm gonna try to convince us to move to the East Coast, probably in this yeah. trip. I'm gonna be like, wouldn't it be cool if we like lived here? <laughs> but wouldn't it be cool if I just like put a down payment on this house? I'm like, for oh, I already us? did it. It's crazy. <laughs> Look, I bought us all three acres with a house. <laughs> uh, if we could buy land and then both yeah. of us build a house on it, I'm down. I'm just gonna say oh, that hell right yeah. now. I'm I'm oh, I'm the mayor yeah. of downtown for that. Yeah, <laughs> you can be our mayor. <laughs> oh my god, honored. Hell yeah. It's Simone though. Simone would be the mayor. We already oh, know that. Oh, we would totally make Simone the mayor. Yeah. That'd be so cute. Oh, Simone. But yeah, we're going be to like... Salem, you guys, and uh, you know, we're still best friends. Don't you guys fret? <laughs> yeah. So. We, I don't, yeah, not making any promises. I would say for me, the goal is to release two more by the end of the month. Yes. My goal is to release two more by the end of the month. And, and then, then it'll like, then like one, maybe two a month yeah, after that. I think, yeah, one to two a month is a solid goal for me. It's, cause that's actually yeah. doable, you know, like, cause yeah, really at the end yeah. of the day, it's just two days worth of stuff. So. That's true. That's true. Yeah. But we'll, but we'll, yeah, we would like to get more out for October for fun and then just like, a sorry for season three (laughs) (laughs) our two episode season (laughs) yeah pretty yeah our two literally two episode season well we're back (laughs) forever yeah silence (laughs) (laughs) well we're back now 
for at least once for once a month. We got well, we can give you guys once a month. Yeah, we can do once a month for sure. That's our promise. That's our promise and threat. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note. Anyways. How's your <laughs> sex? Life. Ooh, fuck that girl for that oh, comment. <laughs> fuck you, bitch. <laughs> fuck you, bitch. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>